What is going on, AJ here? Before we get the show started, I want to let you know this episode is brought to you by MUZMM.com. They make these pretty killer duffel bags slash backpack hybrids. Pretty darn sick, I gotta say. Anyway, if you want to save 20% on your next order, you can go to MUZMM.com slash discount slash SDGeekPod. You can also use our discount code SDGeekPod at checkout. Again, that's for 20% off, but we'll talk about that a little later on in the episode. Let's get things started. Welcome back to another episode of the SD Geek Podcast with myself, AJ, and alongside me, as always, are my co-hosts, Peter, John, and as you may or may not know, we do talk about movies, gaming, comics, and TV shows each and every episode with the main topic thrown in there, and as you could probably tell from the title of this episode, we're going to be talking about Jordan Peele's Us. We. Yes. <laughs> we will be talking, talking about, about us. us. What the fuck just happened, guys? <laughs> How many other review podcasts are going to be making that same joke I want? Just us, because it's too stupid. Yes. Nobody <laughs> else will come near it. <laughs> I'm, you're probably not wrong. All right. So jumping into it, we got to talk about some news before we get to our main topic. So, guys, three-hour runtime of Endgame is pretty much confirmed. What, what, what was the final time, John? Do you remember? It was like three hours and, and two, two minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't you sure need was those two, two minutes, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just that final little bit to add to the cliffhanger. So the, the, the headline that I saw was that it was just as long as Return of the King. How long was Return of the King? It's it, about three it, hours I mean, it felt like five hours, yeah. but... It's about three and a half. About or so. three. And, he, Jesus Christ! God, I mean, I love Return of the King, but fuck that—that that ending really, really drags. Right. I, I, I mean, I, they have to tie. <laughs> I get it. They have to tie up so many different story arcs yeah. and whatnot. But can you imagine we get that kind of themed ending and everybody fucking, just kind of? <laughs> I just having want, their goodbyes. <laughs> I just want like a, a freeze frame, like where are they now? Segment where like te- they show there's just as a screen of them maybe waving at the camera and then it's just text like so and so. Oh, okay. okay. Ret- Captain America now Ant-Man a crackhead. Re- after <laughs> yeah. After Ant Man exploded in Thanos's butthole, he retired <laughs> with his family. Or he hasn't <laughs> been right since. Yeah. <laughs> and then they like show him rocking in a rocker. <laughs> oh my god. They show him in, in a straitjacket in an insane asylum. Oh, Jesus. In a mental ward, whatever it's called these days. He and his family never reverted back to their original size, so they now live in a small area of Thanos's exploded colon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And they, they reside yeah. to this day. Yep. I don't know. Jeez. No, but dude, I'm, I'm hype. Like we t- I remember when this was rumored as far as like what the final runtime will be, and it was around three hours-ish or so. And honestly, I'm totally fine with it. Give me as much as you can. I'm hoping, though, to your credit, Peter, that you mentioned uh, uh, Return of the King. That maybe, again, for as much as I love that movie and that whole Lord of the Rings trilogy, there were like seven different endings in that one movie. So, yeah. Fuck. A little bit. A little bit. Like, I like mm. I actually got out, out of my seat for a moment during Return of the King because I thought it was over at one point. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I seriously did. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, well, this is a good one. Never mind. Shit, I'm back in. You got another 30 uh, minutes. The hobbits are jumping in bed together. Never mind. That part is weird. <laughs> and Gandalf's giving a very creepy very look. Very weird. <laughs> He's enjoying what he sees. <laughs> <laughs> Stroking his videos. <laughs> but <laughs> just like in my nightmares. <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? Um, but I'm hoping the Russo brothers do learn from stuff like from movies like that. I mean, obviously, three three hour plus movies are not the norm, and so I'm sure that they have a, at least decent examples to look at and see. Okay, this is what Return of the King did right. Then maybe we don't need to have so many different ending arcs. Near the end of this film, you know what I mean? They're, the I'm MCU they movies that they've worked on are some of the best. They're mm-hmm. near, near the top. 
if not easily. at the top, easily. So I, I think they're smart enough to, to have it close on a, on a satisfying note and maybe not feel... Dr- See, my biggest worry going into Infinity War was that they were going to cram too much into that movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think we mentioned it in a previous podcast where that movie is, what, two and a half hours long? Sounds about right. And yeah. it doesn't feel two and a half hours no, long. It's paced so incredibly well that you don't even realize how long it is. And so I just hope that they can do the same thing with this three-hour movie. Totally. Because the last thing I want is for it to feel like it drags. Exactly, exactly. So, But, I mean, again, like like was mentioned with Return of the King, we do have a lot of stuff that needs to kind of come full circle for this film to work and all. I mean, just to get, reintroduce characters, what characters won't make it back into the film. So I, I'm honestly excited to see what the hell this is going to turn out to Curry. be, three what they're going to fill up three hours mm, with. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. To think the trailer is, is supposedly only the first 15 minutes of the movie. That's But now, now they're, I don't know if it's rumors or they're actually quoted on saying it, but that the trailers are like false. There's a lot of lies. Oh to yeah. It. I've seen that, sure. that there, there are images that are in there that are meant to deceive you much like they did with infinity war with like Hulk being in the, in Wakanda and stuff. Yes. Right. Raging through and everything like that. Um, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's there. We do have the clip of where like everyone's in their quote unquote potential quantum realm suits. And then also Tony Stark is with them, even though in the beginning like, of the trailer, he's in space. I feel so like wondering that, is that shot specifically would be very easy to, to, Put just add characters in. that aren't really there. Yes, one That'd thing be crazy. I, I gotta say this. I, don't, I, I, we were a little buzzed last episode, so I don't know if I mentioned this already. But I don't even remember recording last episode. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, I, I have to say, I, I appreciate that the Russo brothers did a great job of balancing how much they're showing us, and that they've gone on record saying that everything in this trailer that we've received of, of Endgame um, is intentional. Like everything you see is intentional for a reason. And so, I mean, I, I'm excited to see what they mean by that because yeah are there some red herrings out there are they trying to deceive us by showing Tony Stark in a quantum realm suit or is it a natural progression of the movie because I don't see him being in space and then jumping in with a quantum realm suit within 15 minutes of the film you know let alone 20 minutes or 30 minutes of the film considering how long this movie is you know what I mean but I I do appreciate that these guys actually care about their trailers and they don't want to spoil their damn movies I, I, I like that a lot because I can say that about every single one of the movies they've made. I never felt like walking into it. I knew exactly what was going to happen. And I knew what the what the story arc was going to be from beginning to middle to end, you know? Right. So I love when movies do that. That's why I'm totally yes. fine with them. There's a bit of a debate I saw online as to whether or not it was even cool for companies to be doing this, to release trailers that are purposely like misleading. Hmm. Because some okay. people felt like cheated or, or what have you. Oh my god! I think that's it. when I say some people, it was honestly probably three people on Twitter who were upset, and then websites are just like Marvel fans enraged. They do that a lot. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm fine with it because I love movies are too predictable these days, and I love yes. it when a movie can take me by surprise. Yep. Much like the movie we're reviewing today. Yes. Oh my. Definitely goodness. went in a direction I was not expecting. Yes. For better or for worse, we'll talk about it when we get there. Exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> for sure. Moving on. What would you guys like to talk about? So that dude who played... uh, What the hell's his name? I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. (laughs) Let's hear it. Oh, this is the one you wanted to take. So so Tony... I appreciate that. Revol... Revolori. Revolori. Tony Revolori. Yes. I think... I might might have also spelled this wrong. (laughs) Uh, I'll Google him while you're talking. The guy who played uh, Flash Thompson in the Spider-Man Homecoming movie and also set to reprise his role in Spider-Man Far From Home is reportedly on board to return as Flash Thompson in an Agent Venom T 
TV show. Interesting. Yeah, the, really? you, know, you spelled his name right. Revelory. Okay, Re- Revelory, cool. You're good. All right. So that's interesting. interesting. I, I don't I don't get the Venom vibe from him at all. I don't he doesn't look like much of a badass in the pictures I'm looking at, let alone in the movie he's in already. Well, how familiar how, are you with Agent Venom? He's very different than regular Venom. I mean, I, there, he was in an arc of the Guardians of the Galaxy yes, uh, he was. comic run about two years, two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I liked him as a character. He was pretty cool. But, I mean, otherwise, no, I don't know that much about the character. Tell us, Peter. Is he pretty unseemingly? Or? I mean, he's pretty much what you would think. He's a very tame version of, of the... Of, uh the Venom symbiote. Venom. He's pretty much, yeah. Venom, Venom. <laughs> uh, and I haven't read too many of the comic books, to be totally honest. But sure. he's definitely a lot more. He's not the Venom that you that you typically associate. Uh, sure. Like, a so is the symbiote itself okay. tamed, or is it because the? I think it's because Flash. Oh gosh, I don't remember. I, I want to say it's because because the symbiote takes on characteristics of its host. So I think it's because it's with Flash Thompson. Okay. After college, Flash Thompson, I believe, joins the the Navy, or he joins some branch of the military. And I think it's there, or perhaps afterwards, that he becomes bind with the symbiote. And so I think his military background, forming with the symbiote, kind of turns him into this this uh superpowered agent of sorts and is this gotcha. the one that goes is this the same symbiote that bonds with eddie brock or is this a, just the different i believe so so he leaves eddie brock oh yeah or he's, is this, he's, he's left eddie brock this is times. by the time he's uh uh anti-venom i think so okay maybe i don't know there's so many different story arcs yeah. i don't know <laughs> gotcha. but yeah it's venom's been on several different people he was on mark ruffalo Morgan. Oh. no I don't remember his last name. <laughs> he was with, he was bonded to the Scorpion for a while. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. That was a thing. That's Agent uh, Anti Venom became a thing. There's a lot of fucking symbiotes. Can I get some of that symbiote? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't have it on me. You sure? Yeah. Sign up your butt. Nope. You sure? Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I, I'm down for Agent Venom. Where does it that symbiote go? Now that you mentioned it, <laughs> that's true. Where does it go in and come out of in any orifice? Like in some any orifice. In some adaptations, it like just turns into his his clothes. Oh, sure. Like I think in the cartoon. Oh yeah, that's true. It, it would just turn into his clothes. But I don't mm. think in this one we would ever. He just kind of. It kind of looks like it's coming out of his butt. There's that part <laughs> where like it, it, it faces to talk to him. Yeah, and it's just kind of hanging on somewhere behind him. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to come out. Of somewhere yeah <laughs> but uh, no, yes. i mean i'm down i don't know if, i mean obviously tony Le- revelory pardon me uh, um, <laughs> i mean he seems like a cool enough guy and all but i mean i don't i just don't when i think of ancient venom and how he's kind of like a big brooding badass kind of agent super with a big old machine gun type of venom character i don't get that from this guy i i i can buy a little more so tom hardy being venom just because maybe his look and i just don't know if tony revelory has the look at the moment but i mean costuming all that maybe with makeup he'll look just like the right guy to be i don't i don't know but for right now judging from what we saw in homecoming i just don't know if he's the right guy to play it to me this is all unconfirmed, by the way, I okay. should mention. So oh, sure. take it with a grain of salt. And nice. then I think the the big, if this turns out to be true, I think the biggest thing to take from this is that um, the Venom Venom and Spider-Man are kind of crossing over into the same universe a little bit. Ah. 
Like this is this yeah. is going to be Sony produced. Yes, now it yeah. will actually be happening. So yeah, that that means there there could potentially be a crossover with the MCU. They might actually be trying to bring them together in some way, shape, or form. As long as they do it well, that's all that I care about. Because I think the thought of it, the idea of that happening could be great. It could be really fun, but I wonder how well they could pull it off. Just judging, I, I think I just have a, still have a bad taste in my mouth from Venom, the movie that happened this last year. You know. But but still, I mean, now that it's in Disney's hands, maybe they can do something really great with it. That's my hope for it, for sure. So I'm just realizing right now, yes. John, was your question about the Venom symbiote whether it was the one that was in the Tom Hardy movie? No. Okay. Never mind. That's a terrible movie, by the way. But <laughs> did you guys... We all uh, enjoyed it. Did you hear... Very much. <laughs> it, it's known now that uh, Disney bought Fox and they completely took over. But I was reading somewhere, I'm not sure if it was rumored or confirmed, that Deadpool's the only movie that is not going to be rebooted. And then I don't know... If, wow. I don't know if you've seen, but Ryan Reynolds has been posting, like, troll pictures of Deadpool wearing, like, the Disney hat I have not on. seen those. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I wonder if it's actually... Gonna right, live like in Deadpool. the works. Yeah, yeah that's so great. Oh we'll my god, that, that that would be great. If Disney w- is willing to take this dive and go for it, that would be awesome. I, I look forward to it. Then, so this Fox acquisition, so Disney took over everything that Ex- Fox owned except, except for two things. It was news, Fox News and, and Fox Sports. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> so that means the Aliens franchise is is in um, is now owned by Disney. Yeah. Uh, There's rumors that Fox they want to turn it into a TV show. Oh whoa! Really? Which I I can see that Wait, happening. Which one? Uh, aliens? aliens. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, considering they do how the past couple movies have done, I'm down to try anything that'll work nowadays. Yeah. I haven't this, seen those movies, but that people don't seem very happy with them. Prometheus I, was, I was all right. Say, yeah, like Prometheus. Covenant was all right, Covenant. but no more mm. than all right. <laughs> it was okay. And I, right. you, I thought moments. you loved Prometheus, AJ. Prometheus was all right. We had a right. nice date. It was. It, I had a great time hanging out with you. I gave you some popcorn. The and movie, I poked the hole at the bottom of the bag. I, 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 I did like was aspects by of it, but I will say it wasn't amazing. It didn't wow me. It wasn't. Oh, I didn't exactly, wow you, AJ. It wasn't. A, this you is why we don't great. go out. What he found at the bottom of the popcorn bag didn't wow him. The movie itself was just all right. <laughs> the movie itself was all right. I'll leave it at that. AJ's just trying to push that. You're right. The exactly. Ignore, <laughs> ignore what happened on that lovely night. <laughs> Birds were chirping. The movie was all right. That's all I could say about it. <laughs> no, no, it was a, it was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. Covenant was okay. This was an adult like movie theater too. What's that? Oh, really? Damn. <laughs> it wasn't even a regular movie theater. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of things coming out of orifices, go ahead. Terrible. All right, got you. So um, let's move on a little bit because Suicide Squad, guys. Um, apparently a reboot? Totally a reboot? Yep. Is this confirmed, though? One of... Uh, somebody in the uh, as part of the production team, I want to say it was a producer, executive producer, something like that. Somebody close to the project said, yeah, it's a total reboot. Okay. I'm, I'm fine I'm, with that. I'm totally fine with that. That movie so was The first one was terrible. The first one did not work, so hopefully they're trying something new. Obviously, they are with James Gunn being involved, and I feel like maybe he just thinks that's the best thing that they can do at this do point. Do you think Marvel hired him back to sabotage this <laughs> God, there's another... Con- add that to the list of conspiracy theories <laughs> right? around this whole James Gunn thing. James Gunn, a mole the whole time to sabotage DC further. That's actually kind of well. I mean, they already did that themselves. Yeah, (laughs) James going to do that. (laughs) That's so sad. Um, But I I wonder if it is just going to be a full-on reboot, or if it's just considered a reboot because there's going to be all these new characters involved rather than the same old that we saw last time. Well, Batman's out. 
<laughs> no, right? Joker's out. So. Batman was barely in the first Deadshot one. Deadshot anyway. is out. Like, yeah, that's true. At, at this point, you just say it's a reboot. I feel like they purposely did it saying it was a soft reboot to just kind of ease the fanboys Glenn in. So, <laughs> so then a couple of months later, they can say, oh, no, it's actually a reboot. Sure. I don't think it even matters. If it's a whole new cast of characters anyway, like you can just pretend that's kind the of first a reboot one doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. Just. Whatever just James Gunn one. wants to do, just just let him do it. Apparently, right. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman don't remember the time that a fucking giant hole, <laughs> like a giant pillar of light, was shining through whatever city they were in. So it already kind of doesn't exist in the universe as is. That's true, right? Where were they during that whole thing? Why do they need the Suicide Squad in that regard? Yep, I don't know. God, why can't we get another good Batman movie? One day, Ho- we'll get hopefully, it. one day, yeah. one day or Superman. Get it. I, I would love a really good Superman movie. Maybe not make Lex Luthor the bad guy though. <laughs> I rewatched. Yeah, it doesn't need him. Yeah, I rewatched Man of Steel recently. It's not as well. I don't think I never thought it was bad, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's better than I remember. It's pretty, pretty good. Flashback. Not thanks for mentioning it. A yeah. good date that John and I did have to the movies. It was a good one. Better than the one where he jerked you off in the popcorn bag. Or I <laughs> mean, you know that one's hard to beat, but it, but it works. <laughs> Didn't sound like it was little, hard to beat. He's got a little buttery and oily, but I mean that's all right. <laughs> Those are kind of. You're welcome, AJ. <laughs> we only use You're popcorn welcome. melted Low butter fat, as buddy. our massage. Low fat, buddy. Low fat. <laughs> Make sure to add the Parmesan powder on top too. I need that in my life. I love laying Thank these you. seeds because the audience doesn't know which part is fact and fiction. It's pretty great. <laughs> Maybe it's a little bit of both. <laughs> How sexy was Kavil in that movie? Oh, oh yeah. very handsome. He's very. He, he's just a handsome been, dude. To yes. this day, there's only been two movies that have made me hate my body. <laughs> Three hundred. <laughs> And then, you know, a couple of years went by, and I'm like, you know what? I am okay with that. <laughs> and then we went to go and see Superman. I was like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. And, but I still ate my popcorn. Especially when he's, like, lifting up that oil rig that he's working on. I was like, holy man. He can lift up my oil that's, rig. Uh, that's a chunk of man right there. Mm. Jesus God. Um, but you guys got to see... Um, the Mission, Mission Impossible movies in Fallout. He has he's a stash Super in that handsome one, right? in that movie, too. How do you oh, make yeah. a stash look so good? He did. Know, he right? did the right balance of stash to stubble. Yeah, perfect ratio. I well, feel. he's just a handsome man. I feel like he would look good no matter what facial <laughs> hair he chooses. Yeah, his mustache. If, you, if any of us tried to pull off that stash, we'd look fucking ridiculous. Yeah, we'd look I did like it for a couple of days. It was awful. We'd look like we'd be wanted for murder for sure. We'd look Easily. like what's his name, Randy from South Park. Oh my God, is it Stan's father? Yeah, Stan's remember. dad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. we'd look like that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, you know what? A new Superman movie, please make it great. Make it good. Even if Lex Luthor has to be the bad guy, I'm fine with that, too, because he's kind of like the Joker to, you know, Superman's oh, Batman, shit. if you will, you know? I forgot. There's an established Lex Luthor. Yeah. Oh, God. And he's yeah, horrible. he is. Yeah, I guess he is. Can we just of. ignore him? I think I don't know if Jesse Eisenberg's were uh, willing to even come back from that, considering I- how much hate he got for playing the role. I wonder uh, what Zack Snyder's going to do now. After he ruined this franchise, like... I mean, he'll be, he'll be fine. Don't worry about him. He'll probably find work somewhere. I, I don't doubt that. But, I, but still, yeah, I wonder what, what is he up to right now? Is he making anything? Well, they fired him. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I, don't, think, I don't even know. I'm, I don't know. I think he's still kind of taking family Someone should call Zack Snyder. Make sure he's okay. Know, Somebody right? should call him. <laughs> we'll hit him up. We'll hit him up. We'll yeah. have a phone call interview with him. Can we like edit that in? That'd be kind of fun. I don't know what, he's talk, what he talks like, though. I guess we could try to figure something out. I don't think out. I've ever heard him speak. All right. No, actually, that's not true. I heard him. I, I watched the, the commentary for the movie Sucker Punch, the director's commentary. Oh, my God. And it made me movie. want to punch him in the face. I was going to say, you want to sucker punch him. <laughs> <laughs> because 
I actually like that movie oh, okay. upon watching it a second time. First time I hated it. Second time you get to appreciate it a bit more. Did you turn off your brain slightly? A little bit. Were you the first time you're asking a lot of questions. Okay. And a lot of things don't make sense. Hmm. And then the second time you watch it, they still don't make sense. But in the context of the movie, and then also because you know where the movie is leading, it, 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 the universe makes a little more sense, if that makes <laughs> you sense. You know. I'm not making sense. <laughs> Forget everything <laughs> I just said. Let's just say this. Zack Snyder's movies are definitely watch it the second time around. It'll be better. Okay. Because yeah. you turn off your brain and you know the movies are ass. Except for 300, which was great from the start. But yeah, it that's about pretty, it. It was pretty good. And Watchmen. Very stylized. Watchmen, Watchmen is so good. good. Oh, I, I good. saw Watchmen, I, by the way. Oh, really? God, okay. so good. That movie's so, so good. great. I fucking love it. We I'll, saw that movie together? Yes, we did. We experienced the dick together? Yes, we did. Oh, <laughs> we were sitting in the front row, <laughs> yeah, too. We, we showed were. up late. Yeah, we were. So there were only the front row seats left. So we got blue dick in our face all out of that it entire It was very evening. aggressive. It was and then very we saw graphic. the movie. Awesome. I need that on, a, on an SD Geek shirt, though. <laughs> we saw the dick together? Damn. That's beautiful. Uh, get, we got we got to find a way to put that on the shirt. That would be amazing. <laughs> yes. SD Geek 2019. All right. So, Bill and Ted confirmed for 2020, guys. I know you guys have been fans, and you've watched the movies multiple times. Yep. I've never seen one. I've terrible. seen, like, clips You're that terrible. were on HBO, like, when I was in high school, like, 10 years ago, Wild something style, like that. Yeah. But that's about it. Never really watched that much of it. But, I mean, it seems cool, I guess. How do you guys feel? I thought the video they released was a bit weird. Oh, they're did they release old. something? Yeah. <laughs> they're they so at them? old. Yeah. Holy shit. Alex Winter especially. I was like, whoa, you have aged. Aged, okay. I mean, we all do. I'm not, like, yeah, I'm not hating no, the guy because no, yeah. he's older, but it was just very weird to see. I don't. I haven't. Where, what does he do? I haven't I, I seen him know. in anything since the original. He's probably like a writer. Tapes. I wouldn't doubt it. Maybe. That's pro- yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Getting royalties still from the first two movies, I guess. Yeah. So it was just really weird seeing him and being like, "Whoa, you are, you're, you're a man. You're an old man." Yep. <laughs> Damn. I mean, to think the movie is like what thirty years old yeah. now or something like that. Yeah. Somewhere around there, it's kind of crazy. To I think. just feel like you know, is it too late? I personally do, but on, yeah. but I'm not a fan of the, of the of the films. So maybe you guys will have more to appreciate no. the references that they're gonna eventually make in this new movie. I don't know, but maybe it'll be great. It would be kind of fun to see Keanu Reeves kind of act wacky again a little bit. I feel like we don't get that much of him doing that. I think it would be pretty fun if they. Well, we don't know anything about the story. I would only I would imagine it takes place in modern day. And in the originals, John, not AJ, since you don't know what the fuck <laughs> the originals entail. In the originals. Um, George Carlin comes back from the future where they're like gods or something. They're like yes. rock gods. They're like super, like their music changes the world. And so I would imagine it being, is that the one where they send the robots in the past too? I think that's to, the to second one. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the Bill and Ted yes. robot clones. Um, yeah, that's the second one. <laughs> second one. Okay. Uh, but in any case, like the, the future is already established within this universe. So I'm, I it's imagine them having a lot it. of fun playing with that did it actually turn out that way or did something change okay did they actually become rock stars i I just hope it's done right yeah because zoolander was terrible i've said this in the past anchorman 2 was terrible yeah i mean softer upon second viewing but yeah still not good all and both those movies that you listed came out like way late like way late in my opinion as is this one yeah that's what i'm saying it's like the parallels are even longer in fact like should not be ignored here with this Especially because, I mean, for one thing, the the humor of Bill and Ted from back then is a lot different from modern humor today. You know what I mean? Like, things are just not funny in the same way anymore. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Comedy is different now. Uh, without a doubt. You're not wrong. So this kind of leads me into uh, something else. Of So there's another movie coming out pretty soon, a period piece by a director that I've always been a huge fan of, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, uh, yes. called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Did you guys see the trailer? No, no I, I haven't. I didn't know there there's was a trailer one for it. Ooh, Does it look good? We got to watch wanna it. Want pause, to pause the recording real quick? We'll be right, right. back. And we're back. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello. So the reason I brought this up in relation to Bill and Ted is because Quentin Tarantino's movies have always <laughs> kind of... It, it's a weird sentence to say. <laughs> a little bit. Um, uh, Tarantino's movies have always been very retro. He's a, he's obviously a very big fan of like the 50s, 60s, and the 70s. A lot of his movies kind of reflect that era. And some of them even take place in that era, it feels like anyway. Um, and so... With that in mind, his movies also feel modern. They're like a modern take on those old style movies. So if something okay. like that could be done with Bill and Ted, like just have that 80s feel, but also kind of bring it into uh, modern day. Yeah. I think that could be something that's really fun. That would be interesting to see. Yes, for sure. If it's can done, it be done right, yeah. Who knows? But I think that would be that would be pretty cool. Oh, that would yeah. be a good way that's to do it. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. Hire Quentin Tarantino for Bill and Ted 3. There we go. <laughs> I feel like that's the best way it could happen. Yeah. Jeez. But no, no, that, that, that's a fair point. Like, add today's kind of feel and cinematography and comedy to that movie. It, I mean, I feel like they will kind of do that anyway, but I just wonder how well it'll be, I guess, executed in that, in that manner. Right. We'll see. Um, the trailer yeah. itself, I but, thought, was incredible. Dude, tra- I, I'm ready. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm ready. I look forward to it. Yeah, looks pretty good. Brad Pitt is... Is he fighting Bruce Lee? Yeah, that was supposed to be Bruce Lee. By the way, who are, oh, the, the guy that got to play uh, Bruce Lee, his name is Mike Moe. He's actually, he played Ryu in that uh, that Street Fighter. The, the fan-made Street Fighter movie? Yeah. Okay. Really? And so I've, al- I've already been a fan of him, and I've always been a huge fan of Bruce Lee. And fuck my life. It, he <laughs> sounds just like him. Really? He's okay. looking just like him. He's moving just like him. Holy crap. I, that that was a nice little surprise in there. That that, that kind of stole the trailer for me. Okay, okay. cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'm I, I'm excited. In, anything that can, Quentin Tarantino can uh, come up with. I've been waiting for to see a trailer for this movie for like a year now. So to see that there's finally one and it's on the way, the movie itself, I'm pretty excited for it. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I wonder how, what Margot Robbie's role is going to be in all this. I don't really know the story of that they're going off of for this, but I'm looking forward to it I'm either way. I'm fine with it. Yes. Tarantino's movies are always at least good. I don't think he's... A What's bad your movie least hasn't favorite? been made, at least I don't think. What's my least favorite? Ooh, yeah. least favorite? That's hard. That's really hard. There have been a couple that I missed out on that I haven't seen. Oh. Um, have you seen I Hateful Eight? Yes, I've seen Hateful okay. Eight. That, one that one's pretty great. They're, they're all really great. Is that great. the one with Chris Pratt? No, 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 no. Oh. No, that's the that's the other cow. Uh, yes, yes, yes. There was a year where like there was like four or five cow movies. There were, that came out. yeah. Uh, oh God, continue with your thought. I'm gonna think about the movie John's talking about. Why can't I think of it? Because <laughs> they all sounded the same. It was like the Hateful Eight, the the freaking Magnificent Seven. Yep, that's, that's what it was. What it was. And then there was that Netflix one. There was a Netflix one. There was one a also? Netflix one. I think it was The Ranch Star and Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure. It had the dude with it had the dude from Twilight, the the, the werewolf guy. Robert, oh, oh, oh. I mean Taylor. He, it was like an all I don't know, it doesn't matter. Gotcha. No, no, fair enough. But um yeah, I don't know. Quentin Tarantino is hard to to pin on like what I don't really appreciate about him that much. My least favorite. Right. Fuck. That's really hard. Okay, so what are some of his movies? So Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Reservoir Dogs is probably my favorite of his movies, wow. and that's his okay. first one. It's fucking good. 
They also Kill got Bill, Django. Django. Hateful Eight, Django's as we talked good. about. I'm sure people are screaming, this one, too, yeah. this one, too. I think Jackie Brown's the one I never saw. Never seen it either, yeah. actually. Yeah, never have. So I guess that does that count? I've never seen it. <laughs> I'll take that one. Okay. Give it a chance first, though. Well, I, I, yeah. It's on. It's been on my list for years. Maybe I haven't gotten should, around to it. Maybe we should do that. We'll watch a, a Tarantino movie leading up for this movie coming out, All or right. when it does come out. That'd be kind of cool. All right, I'm down. Cool. Yeah, me too. Uh, nice, nice. All right. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? I feel like we saw a couple more things. Did we? Hold on. Let me check the list. Well, I'm uh, not mistaken. I said everything I needed to say. Oh, Daredevil and company will be rebooted. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. I'm going to try to remember to... Actually, you know what? Give me one second. I'm going to edit that. I'll edit it later. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're rolling. Go ahead. Cool. So, yes, talk to us. Well, it's getting rebooted. Yay! Yay! So all those those fervor fans actually got what they wanted this time. Well, sort of. Kind of, not really. Oh, really? Talk to me. If it's rebooted, it's a different cast. Oh, that's a a different story. Okay, I I just thought it was like relaunching, but rebooting... That's that that can be kind of bad. Yeah, but I'm fine with it. I think all of the I like the me. actor who played uh, Daredevil. Something I like. Cox? I think the oh. casting for everybody was great, except for no. I'd say the casting was great for everybody, even Iron Fist. Yeah, it's just that they. I mean, we've talked about it before. I'm sure ad nauseum at this point, uh, <laughs> but they didn't. They they didn't give him enough time to really figure out the character. They kind of. I think he had two weeks worth of martial arts training before they started shooting. <laughs> yes, and then yes, they wrote terrible. him terribly. It had nothing to do with the actor. I think because um, in Luke Cage season two, there's one episode where uh, Iron Fist joins, and he's very. He's not annoying. He's not a whiny little bitch, and he's not a child. He's actually really good. He's very um, zen-like and very Iron Fist-like, and okay. he's actually very good in that one episode. That's cool. And uh, although I still haven't seen it, I've heard that that carries over into Iron Fist season two. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so again, I never, I never blamed the actor. I don't think you should ever blame the actor unless you're Jared Leto or um, oh my fuck God. Jesse Eisenberg. We will yeah, watch both movies those, yeah. with both of those actors both where of you will see act- a great portrayal. Both of, a of those character. actors had a script and they took it in a direction that sucked. Those performances are their fault. That's true, but I'm not, but that isn't to say that they don't have great work under the Of course they do. Okay. Well, Thank 100%. You. Requiem as long as we're of on a that Dream same boat. is one of the best movies ever made. Yes. You guys which, ever seen Requiem? Yes, of course. Which, okay. Which one? Requiem for a Dream. We've we, we, we referenced it multiple times in this show, for sure. Yeah, it's that, really that, great. That, Very old. If you have any doubts about Jared Leto as an actor, watch that movie and that will cure it all. Oh, yeah. For sure. But then rewatch Suicide Squad. <laughs> to remind to yourself re- yeah. as to why he didn't like his job in the first place. Fair enough. I still haven't seen the Blade Runner sequel, but he's in that and I've heard yeah, he's pretty he's good. He's fine in that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I've heard. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, I think the casting in these Netflix TV shows was always uh, great. It was just the, the writing. The stories. Writings. Sometimes they were good. Sometimes they were bad. Yep. Again, I feel like I've mentioned it several times. The Defenders felt like a big letdown. Um, all the Most of the series is after the Defenders kind of felt weak. I never saw Daredevil Season 3 because uh, they kept they started canceling all these shows before I got a chance to watch them. And at, oh, this, point, sorry, like, at this point, I don't feel like it's worth it to yeah, watch yeah. them. Yeah, if, if they're, if For they're closure, just, just like to finish. I think I'm like four episodes into the, the Punisher season two. But I'm Is it in, good? I'm I've in, heard it's good. It's pretty good. Like, it's not bad. But again, because I know it's not going anywhere. What's the point? Yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah I, I, I can agree with that. It's Which is a fair. weird thing to say because that makes me wonder if the only reason I saw these series in the first place was because it was going someplace. 
Yeah, no, that that's a fair. I mean, you were excited. It's something to look forward to with coming seasons. Yeah, and, you know, in a, more, a further expansion of the universe. That isn't to say, like, for instance, uh, Daredevil season one isn't of extreme quality. But even still, um, is Dude, it the, worth investing time into just for one season? I don't, I don't know. The fight core, everything, every series kind of did its own thing, and that's what I appreciated about it. Daredevil felt very much like an action, uh, a martial arts centric TV show. Jessica Jones felt like a detective noir type. That's cool. Show. Okay. Um, Iron, not Iron Fist. Um, Luke Cage felt like a very seventies, very like um, I yeah. believe the phrase is like black exploitation back in the day when they would do movies like that, like Black Dynamite or something of that nature. <laughs> yeah, but, Black but, Dynamite but looks fun done. at those type of movies. Yes, exactly. Um, so this one just kind of pays homage while kind of still bringing it into modern day. Yes. And then Iron Fist, I don't know what the fuck Iron Fist was, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, being, I'm not sure as they were making it, they knew yeah. what it was exactly, but they tried. Yeah, they, they, they did. They did at least try, mm. if you could call the, even that. But I'm not sure. All right. Well, moving on. We have our main topic to talk about, which is the movie Us by Jordan Peele. Last week, we talked about Get Out in anticipation of this film. Um, Jordan Peele pretty much wowed us with Get Out, I would say. We went on my mind. some crazy rants It lived up episode. to the hype. It, it lived up to the I'm hype glad, for me. I'm glad you say that. I'm glad yeah, you like it. Yeah, definitely. Not very many movies yeah. do, but I this one does, 100%. Because yeah. I felt the same way going into seeing it. I was like, this movie's not going to be what the fuck. Did what the I fuck's just going watch? on? Yeah. No, knowing there was a twist too, it just blew my mind. And it still surprised you, yeah, right? Fuck yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I, I do have to say this, and I totally lost my point. Never mind. <laughs> I, I guess I don't have to say it in the end. Uh, oh yeah, no, I was going to say if you want to hear easily our most controversial episode, <laughs> go back and listen to the Get Out review. I was a little uncomfortable. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> we we went into the weeds on that one. I was hiding behind the bed at one point. I, I, I didn't feel safe. Nah, for real. We, we Yeah, we, we, we went deep. We went very deep. Almost as deep as John into Peter recently. Too. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> almost, yes, almost. Before we get into he things, though, we do have to mention a few joke. things. Plug a few things. <laughs> First Jay, of all, if you, if you want to follow or contact us, you can hit us up on Twitter I'm and Instagram. Anyway. At <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter, that is. You can also email us if you have any business business inquiries or just want to contact us as well you can email us at stgeekpod at gmail.com also without further ado we have to mention real quick not even sure that's the way you would intro what i'm going to say right now but But um, we are brought to you by muzmm.com sponsor of this episode um they pretty much make these really crazy duffel bag luggage backpack hybrids which peter brought today um to bring his equipment and really his to show mic- off his nice bag right really, really? that's just it make my right. bag look get some style obsolete. points give us as a I'm shining w- endorsement sir as i'm walking as i'm walking to to the house to the home where All we right. record this pod i want to look stylish i have it slung over my shoulder nice, nice. i have my sunglasses on i double check it fresh sexually. yeah yep. peter walked past me he's like oh i gotta look dun, again dun, 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 i saw a couple of dogs look my way because okay. mostly there's no people around but mm. in my heart of hearts I felt yeah. very stylish. Thank you for the theme music, AJ. It was great. <laughs> Thank you. I just you were like narrating your day, so I was like, yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> I need the song from the Tarantino trailer. I, I want that as my, my theme song. For I now. don't remember what it sounded like. You're not getting it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, but yeah, it's really cool. They fit as much as you really want in there as a laptop sleeve, as a water bottle pocket and everything. It's a, it's a pretty sturdy bag, I, I would say. I use it for everything now. No shit. I do. 
I don't even take my backpack places anymore. There you go. Nice. I mean, it's a backpack in and of itself. Exactly. So there you go. Uh, they do come in two different sizes. You have your small and then large as well. Um, and if you want 20% off your order, you can go to uh, muzmm.com slash discount slash sdgeekpod, or you can even use the discount code sdgeekpod at out. So thank you again, MUZMM, for sponsoring this episode of the SD Geek Podcast. Guys, us. We're going to first start, we? jump into, we are going <laughs> to be talking about us. God damn it. Uh, what was I going to say? So first off, we're going to start off, of course, non-spoilers and then move into spoilers for sure. We'll be sure to let you know who's listening when that time comes though. So don't fret. But if you have not seen this movie yet, go watch it. Come back and listen to this review because it is a doozy. For it's a sure. mind fuck. Mind fuck. Yeah. Quite a bit. Kind of like Get Out, but very, very different, different as Very well. different. Okay. So non-spoilers. They're... I will say, I just barely realized you had a fucking Super Mario hat from when he has the the fire flower. flower yeah, that's fucking. That dope. was another date. P- uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Halloween date. Twenty. Yeah. The picture is getting. We went to go see Empire of the Sun Halloween. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what year that was. Twenty thirteen. I was Ash Catching that day. Yeah, it was beautiful. So which one of you is proposing? <laughs> no, right. We're still working that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this movie <laughs> was okay. I, it was. It was it was nice weird. Description. It was cool. weird. Okay, Posit- <laughs> positives first because yes. I don't know where to start. So positives first. I thought sure. the sound design was incredible. Yeah, the, yeah. the the way they play with sound and music, the music and just tone, fucking on point. Yes, or at least the original score. I think some of the uh, actual licensed music that they used was a bit off at times. It was it didn't really fit the tone in certain <laughs> certain okay. areas. I, it, it was mostly used for comedy. Yeah, but it kind of brought the pacing to a screeching halt in some cases at least for me but we do get a really nice new jordan peele-esque um like you said like the, th- the main theme to this movie we get another super chilling one that the mo- movie opens and closes with uh just like get out as well yeah i love both theme songs for both uh, I, I i need to look up the lyrics because i was trying to list really listen to what they were saying and i just didn't Bro, i got five enough. on it no, 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 no. The, about the actual theme music for this movie, like when the movie starts and oh. it's opening credits and it's all like the choir and going it, on. Yeah, I gotcha. that, That's all I'm talking about. Not oh. I've got I five was like, what? <laughs> it's about buying drugs, AJ. They <laughs> no, say it in not. the movie. Don't yeah. do drugs. <laughs> so more positives. Yeah, music, more positives. I thought the acting was spectacular. That was going to be my next thing. The acting was incredible. Um, God, why am I always forgetting? Winston always Duke, name. Lupita Nyong'o. That's it. Lupita Nyong'o was fucking incredible. Like you really feel... Her fear, she's like she's terrifying. Yeah, she's terrified and terrifying. She pulls off yes. both very well. Having said that, there were some moments, and I don't think it's any fault of the actors. I think what they were supposed to do, they each did it e- extremely well in every single one of their scenes. However, I feel like some parts kind of. Uh, how do I how do I go into it without getting too deep into spoilers? There were some parts that were supposed to be creepy. They start off as creepy, but then they go on a bit too long, and it kind of crosses over into laughable territory. Oh, interesting. I, I don't know if I got that vibe, there but I, some I, I look forward to you explaining that further. Try to remember to go back to that. Yeah, definitely. I, I oh, I will, because it was my say. main gripe with the movie. Okay, very cool. Um yeah, so what did you guys think about the kids in this movie? I they mean, we great. talked about Winston Duke and, and Lupita Nyong'o already, but the kid actors, yeah. I thought the little boy was a bit extra. I, th- I don't know. 
I think he was the weakest of them. Oh, sure. I can agree with that. At least in his normal to a form. I think his his uh his like scary persona, mm-hmm. I think he was actually pretty good and very menacing, very scary. Yeah. But him as just a normal kid, I didn't really buy his his emotions. No, I you, feel weird talking shit about a little kid actor because he is just a little kid, right? It, he has obviously but, room to grow for yeah. years to come. Yeah, you you do. Know, well, I don't. I'll talk about it in spoilers. Okay. Uh, okay, I, maybe I, there's a reason behind it that I missed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think, might know. I what think you're what he about. did was actually really well. Maybe so, but I feel like maybe it, there there wasn't enough exposition toward his character this to is, may, this uh, maybe is, understand this is what I was the way talking he acted. to you about earlier, where there was just I feel like there was just so much that it didn't let you enjoy the little things. Some that of the were little things there. because I, there was just so much going on. Is this real? Is this not real? That's real. This isn't real. Uh-huh. It was good. I think he. I think uh, Jordan did exactly what he wanted to do, and I think he killed it. Oh yeah. I just think he put too much into it. Is all I'm saying. Maybe so. There is a lot answered and unanswered in this movie. Maybe not even a lot, but there's just multiple and, things. You that, know, yeah. before you walked in, Peter, this was like what I was saying to AJ. I feel like with Get Out, he made it. It was released, and people wanted to watch it a second time because they felt like something was missed. Like, oh, I know I missed something. Let me watch it a second time. I feel like he made this movie for you to have to watch it a second time. To get it, I actually saw some behind the scenes footage with him doing like a press tour for this movie, and he pretty much said exactly that. He yeah. said he did that for both movies. Actually, it's the type of movie that you kind of need to watch. But twice I don't feel. To I feel like understand. I feel like cool. if you really pay attention to Get Out, you could get it in one shot. True. I, I feel True. like this movie, no matter how hard you pay attention to it, you have to see it. There are a lot of because, themes yeah, underlying exactly. the entire movie. That, like, that was whether my it's only political, it. whether it's psychological, there are a lot of weird themes going on in this movie. I thought oh, that, yeah. that line, I, this isn't spoiler, was really cheesy, where she's like, we're American. I was like, that oh. was weird. We're Americans. I was like, oh. It didn't need that to be awful. there, but he was definitely going for a statement with that line easily. You know, That was one of those moments where it crossed over into humor for me. I was like, it wasn't menacing. Yeah. Anything. I was like, what the I, I heard, no, I heard some people like, chuckle. It was, building it was supposed to be and menacing, then like, and then I was just American like, what? Is that? Oh. Yeah. That moment ended on a lull for sure. It wasn't as great as it could have been, yeah. But again, that not necessarily to Lapita Nyong'o's discredit. It's just, you know, the line no. was the line, yeah. and she had to say it. It, oh, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a huge, prolific line within the movie, but I think it did miss for a lot of people. Maybe because it was a little too on the nose. As far as all the underlying themes throughout this film, that was one of the couple times where I felt like, okay, no, yeah, we definitely understand that you're trying to make a statement here with this, um, but maybe don't do it so directly next time. And I feel like for the most part it didn't. There was a lot more humor in this than I was expecting. Yeah. I think in Get Out there's one comic relief character and that's about it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And yeah. that's the only part and in, that And this funny. one Winston Duke is kind of the comic relief he character. He really is. Yeah. But but even still there's even some of the other characters there's there's still comedic moments yeah. between all of them. There's there's some there's a bit like about I think towards the end of the second act where they all kind of uh I don't. I don't know. I don't know. How, I'll, I'll get back to that. It's kind of <laughs> spoiler territory. All right. Uh, I'm gonna try to just briefly explain what the heck this movie is, Do it, or like AJ. what it start, what maybe what it how how it starts without spoiling too much. I mean, we'll get into it uh, definitely. But just before we get into spoilers, if I may just say, so yeah, there's like a little girl that we see at the very beginning of the film, and she's at a um, what Santa Cruz like a little festival, right? A carnival, yep. if you will. Yeah. Hanging out with her parents. Um, her dad is supposed to be paying attention to her because mom goes to the bathroom. She goes to wander off on her own for whatever reason. She just kind of does. Finds herself in like a hall of mirrors kind of 
uh, exhibit while she's there and finds herself in it and is unable to get out and then find, oh, no pun intended there, I guess. Um, uh, she's unable to escape. And um, initially she starts whistling and all of a sudden she hears whistling come back to her and kind of the movie goes on from there with her um, being in, I guess, is this spoilers? She become it shows her later on as a, a fully grown woman. No? Yeah, not really. Not really? Okay, I mean, it's just pretty much that. I mean, I, it's kind of hard to not spoil this movie. There's a lot that happens in this movie. Essentially, um, there it jumps like years ahead to present day, and it's this family going on vacation, pretty much what's been shown in the trailers already, going on a little getaway. It happens to be Santa Cruz, where this little girl was uh, first shown in the beginning of the film, and it's kind of just this family going into through some dire hardship, to put it lightly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's kind of weird. Um, spoilers, or is there anything else you guys want to touch on before we get into it? Uh, no. I'm, yeah, spoilers, I guess. I'm yeah. very conflicted about this movie. I feel like I want to like it more than I actually did. Yes, I agree. Um, I'll flat out say Get Out was better. I think it got its point across better. It was better. more That's easily I, like, digestible. Like I, I said, I think Jordan Peele did what he wanted to do, and I think he did a great job. I just, it, it wasn't for me. There was just too I think him doing the, I think it's the Outer Limits, the this miniseries that he's doing now, or um, Twilight, the Twilight Zone, Zone? Yeah. Twilight Zone. He's perfect for it because oh, yeah. this movie reminds me of that, just stretched out into a movie instead of a thirty-minute episode. Get out very much yeah. the same way. It feels like a stretched out yeah, episode he, of the true. Twilight Zone or Black Mirror. I think he's great at what point. he's doing. It's just, I feel it's gonna be like those kind of shows where some of them are gonna be amazing and some of them are gonna just be average. And I, I do feel like this one was average. True, but I, I will say I, I'll give it an average rating. However, it is not the average horror film whatsoever. No, like, not, as, a, as a horror film, I think it was spectacular. Yes, it, it was it, different, as, I'm which saying I appreciate. It, I'm saying it's more like a Twilight Zone episode yes, than, yes, yes. than a horror episode. Because it, it feels like I watched an episode of The Twilight Zone. Well, I Twilight, watched, Twilight Zone at the time was kind of your mainstream horror. That was like horror yeah, from back then. But it, it was a twist on horror. It was never, oh, there's monsters. Well, there are a couple of episodes where there's monsters. But That's the best kind of horror at least for me in my opinion i like more of the the mind fuck exactly and that's what i feel like he's doing movie, oh, which is what are. twilight Both does very psychological social thriller twilight zone not twilight, twilight yeah. zone yeah not twilight <laughs> twilight doesn't do anything <laughs> <laughs> they, they shimmy they shimmer right. um, oh my god yeah definitely um but <laughs> dude this movie was all twilight over zone. the place mm-hmm. like very much so um where do you even want to begin what do you think maybe one of the bigger faults of this so film spoilers was. yeah spoilers spoilers guys spoilers um i told you what i thought the fault was i think there was just too much crammed into this movie i feel okay. like this movie my main gripe with it okay. was uh, like like i said earlier i think some of the humor or no no i think some of the horror it doesn't get across it, it falls off it starts getting laughable like john oh, mentioned the americans part i think that's a perfect example yes. of that there's a part where um the red the lupita nyong'o's like evil counterpart starts mm-hmm. to speak and at first it's very uncomfortable because you yeah. hear her like struggle like the way she because these people aren't used to actually using words and then she's so she's like straining to talk it's almost like a like a like a well like she a can talk grunt she's like gasping no, no no she can't talk because i mean we're in spoilers now she they swap i know but she's still not used to it like you see well, she's the, not talking the, normal I've, I've heard a theory and i'll just say it 
they say that when the the oh, tether yeah. choked her out, it's it fucked up her voice, and that, that makes sense. and that's why she talks like. I've heard that, that too. I could see yeah. that, but, but it, like I'm not, it makes sense with as far as the story goes. I get yeah. that a hundred percent, but it's just it went on mm, too long. Okay. It, it, it's like you so you first hear it and it's very uncomfortable, and yep. and it's very scary, and then it it crosses over to laughable. It starts oh, okay. getting like okay. I can't even understand what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> and also this, we, we get it. Just move on. Like, I don't understand. I'm already freaked out. And the longer it went, the more funny it became to me. I could see that. I, I personally felt like I, w- I was in for that scene. I was ready for it. And I, I was, I was enjoying it very much. So just cause I, it was so scary. And like, all of a sudden, like this family is overtaking their home. And I thought that was like a brilliantly done scene. Like, oh, yeah, where the father is unable to hold back the other, like his counterpart anymore. Oh, yeah. yep. That was scary. Like, I very thought he much. was going to get his head smashed in immediately when he got touched yes, to the ground. I think leading everything mm-hmm. in that movie, that scene especially, was incredible. Yes. Well acted, well shot. Um, everything yep. about that. It wasn't until they sat down and then sure. that the movie started to take a turn for me. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. it, it, took, it took a little while longer for me for it to take a turn, but I, I, I respect what you're saying. I, I personally liked her explanation with things, and even though it, I could see how it was kind of funny, for me at least, I was I, I was eating it up, or at least the way she was speaking. I get, But again, I could see how it was a little funny. So this movie kept me engaged because you're trying to figure everything out right the entire time you're asking how does this all tie together how who are these people where they come from especially later on when the 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 first twist happens where you see that there's this is happening all over the place yes it's happening all over the the united states the country yeah yeah um so i start to think how who are the where are these people coming from who are they yeah so that's what kept me. And why engaged. do these people have them too? Yeah, exactly. Because you first see that when you go to they go to the friend's house and then they get killed by their counterparts. Yeah, right before they get there. That, that was the that twist did not do it for me. That very twist much. came out of nowhere. Literally, out they're of just nowhere. enjoying their lives. They're just Wah! yeah, and dead. then that bitch just right. shows up and they're all dead. Right. It was very random. It, very, was, it was very. It, it random. went from a very yeah. tense scene where the family's running away and you know they're trying to get onto the boat. And then you get this random ass scene of, you know, the white family. Getting I don't killed. think that that, exactly. didn't, that didn't bother me too much, honestly. Okay. Get Out does some of that, too. Like at first, because the, the friend character, like we mentioned, the comic relief character, whenever yeah. he's he's brought into the scene, he it, it just turns into a comedy for like a good five, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, it felt a bit strange, but it didn't bother me all that much. And the same well, thing can be said here again, at least for me. It well, didn't, I feel like it's not as random in get out because the friend is actually talking to the main character sure so it's not just kind of randomly thrown in there where like in us you actually see them get away and then it just pans off to the different family and that's Mm -hmm. when more shit kind of happens and in get out it's more so the the uh, comedic relief is only happening when until the very end of the movie of course is when he's talking to the best friend so yes. I don't think it's random in Get Out like this. This I felt was random. Well, okay. Let me let, let me or just had a particular scene. Let me movie. throw this at you. So this throw movie it, is at its core about social classes. Yes. yes. About the upper class and the lower class. Yes, and I 100%. feel like that scene in particular shows it is a pretty good example of that. You see these people, they're in their cushy lives. The dude's sitting there with a drink. He doesn't even want to get up to check if anybody's outside. And so then their lower class counterparts show up and then just wipe them out instantly and take their home. You see the, the lady later on, the, the evil counterpart of the wife, yeah. start putting on like lip gloss or something. Yeah. Or looking at herself in the she mirror. She was great. Uh, she, she was, was very creepy. Twisted, yeah. mm-hmm. 
I didn't. I wasn't really a big fan of her normal yeah, self. Yeah, she was whatever. <laughs> that might just be a fault of them not getting a, a lot of camera time. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, her creepy self was very much that. Very, very creepy. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I thought like even though. The, Okay, so that family's counterparts. I thought the dad version of the counterpart was a little silly as well. Oh, like when his he was body chasing language, him, I was like, are we watching a zombie movie? Right. <laughs> when and, he's running behind the guy. And also it looked like the character was smiling kind of yeah. a lot while he was doing it. So I was like, am I supposed to be scared or taking this seriously? I don't quite he know. He even does like the, the fake out handshake joke thing where he yeah, like, touches his hair. Yeah, that was a little much. So that got me questioning. I was like, okay, are these people the exact opposite of their normal person like i don't i didn't understand like how do their personalities come to be they are opposites but that's what i mean does that mean that the guy was like because this, his counterpart was a bit silly and like it did the ha- the hair the fake out handshake thing i was like does that mean that his normal self was a bit more serious because he didn't seem you didn't i don't know it asked it had me asking questions that i don't think were supposed we'll to be that. asked there, there, there were couple, no answers for there them were a couple of things in that movie that were like that yeah I, I would say so. I mean, honestly, though, I, again, I, I just have to go back and forth saying that for every good thing this movie did, I feel like there were some things that made it take a step back. Like, again, like we talked about earlier, every scene that's supposed to be pretty thrilling, at least in the first half of the film, maybe first third of the film, I really appreciated as far as like, you know, the family's having a great time. I thought it set the scene very well or the, the, set the the theme of the movie very well with a kind of an eerie beginning and then you jump to present day and the family's having a good time together but then all of a sudden things go to shit very very quickly i thought that was all done very well but the moment it became more about the rest of the world and not so focused on this family anymore is where i lost touch i get it lost that intimacy for me personally i don't know if you guys felt the same way but the moment i realized it was happening more around it was kind of it added a new mystery to it which is like oh whoa wait why is this happening now to everywhere and they're organized you know they're all holding hands across america like the opening commercial we see in the film as well yep which was pretty neat and you're wondering the whole time what the fuck is up with all these bunnies what's going on here like the whole underground area I, i did like that opening explanation as well as far as like it the movie saying like you know there are hundreds, if not thousands, of tunnels underneath America. Some have been used for this, some are used for that, and some have no known use at all. Yeah. And then you find out, okay, yeah, that did end up meaning something, and it was meant for all of this. But I also didn't really care for the explanation as to why there are these... They're clones, essentially. They're counterparts. They're tethered to... Well, it, well there's a scene where Red, Lupina Nyong'o's uh, counterpart character, says, like, you know, the government did experiments and all that. She's hypothesizing. She says that that's what she thinks. Well, that's along what she thinks. Lines. She doesn't know that for sure, oh, but that's her. I thought she actually explained it. I didn't mm-hmm. know she said she thinks. So she just gave her explanation, and we have to go off that because she much. said that they're clones. They don't have souls, but they're tethered to the real people's souls, right? Which they were sometimes tethered, sometimes not. That's this is one of the things that confused me because that's, the the little boy, like the part where he makes the evil counterpart go into the flames, but because he he saw that he mirrors him, so he walks backwards. And then other times they don't. Oh, yeah, they other times tethered. the mirroring didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty confusing for me. I kept thinking about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like the, the rules of this universe didn't seem to make any sense, and that's what kept taking me out of it. Yeah, yep. I like, can agree. When they started explaining who these people were, where they come from, and like just how they interact with one another and how they relate to their normal selves, the the the, the answers weren't very satisfying. I don't think, and they didn't again make a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I feel like maybe 
I, this is just my opinion. Maybe there are a lot, like you said, John, there are just too many things thrown in. Like, I think Jordan Peele wanted to make a political standpoint uh, on things, or political statement, if you will, but also making a good thriller, scary movie yeah. at the same time, and, and, and but also throwing some comedy as well. And I, I just feel like some things were stronger, more, more strong done than others at, at the end of the day. But still, though, I enjoyed the movie. I think it's a, it's a very good horror movie that I want to watch again quite a few times just to see more that I'll pick up on over time but ultimately and i like that it shakes up the horror genre very much so if we can keep getting movies like this where it's not just the same old jump scare jump scare jump scare this is supposed to be scary thing then i'm fine with that there are very few jump scares this goes back to what we're saying about the sound design like the sound design was very good super eerie oh yeah super eerie and although there were a couple of jump scares, they didn't feel cheap. No, no never like, once. I feel like never most once. movies, it's always like them walking into a dark room. There's no music. There's no sound. And then all of a sudden, you just hear a quick violin like strum and then like something jumps out at you. Yeah. There was nothing like that at all. There was just creepy, eerie music going throughout. Uh, really sets the tone very well. Yeah. Sound design very well done. I and agree. And then I'll agree with you in certain aspects about how when they branched out into the larger narrative that this is happening along around the world, it starts to get a lot less creepy. It You start to ask a lot more questions, obviously. But yep. for me, I think it happened way sooner because in horror movies, it's usually you're you're meant to fear the unknown. And whatever the the villain is or the monster or the entity, whatever the case may be, you don't see very much of it. And it it, it there's this it hangs this thread of mystery above your head. And that's what's so eerie about those movies. Whereas in this one, be, the more time you spend with their evil counterparts, the less scary they become. And so yeah. that's when I think when they have that sit down, it, it starts to lose its its eerie feel for me. Okay. Because you start to get a you start to get a feel for how they who they are, how they act, and you just get a bit more comfortable with these characters, so they don't seem as menacing anymore. That's a fair point. And also, yep. if if this is a whole, I I got to jump back a little bit. Uh, if this actually is supposed to be a government kind of like project that they abandoned, which is why there's so many people abandoned in those lower tunnels underground. How did they get clones of like the little kids and stuff like that? Like these are younger people. When did this even happen? Does it happen at birth? How are they even cloning these people to begin with? It's weird because they give birth, but when they give birth, they're all twisted. Yeah. The original clones, none of them were. They were twisted in the sense because they had no soul, but nothing was like physically wrong with them like some of these other kids were. Not necessarily, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you mean physically wrong with them? Because you can tell they were tethered to the people at the actual beach. Like when they're on the roller coasters, you can just see a group of people fucking shaking around. Yeah. Like their minds are obviously somewhere else. But like them, them themselves don't look different. They look like they're clones. Yeah, and I'm trying to say that Red, her children are all fucked up. That's true. That's true. They, so maybe after they give birth, it's it's really weird because she's saying anything good, that good happens to the people upstairs. I guess I'll say sure. something bad happens to them downstairs. But did this just randomly start happening? Yeah, this is what I mean. The rules of this universe. It's all over the place. That's what I'm saying. There's just too much going on. It it is quite a bit. It's hard to follow or to want to follow. After a while, I did try to keep shutting off my brain and just be like, no, just watch the movie and we'll see what happens. Try to listen for everything that they're saying. Oh, and did you know something else just happened? And then it's like, well, now I got to focus on this. Yeah. Yeah, that's like I don't fully (laughs) understand the whole parallel with them dancing, with them being like on stage. That really threw me off when they were having that dance fight scene. They're breakdance fighting. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? That scene I thought was cool. What I'm talking about is just in general how um, 
in the overworld and in the underworld, they were both dancing. And then in the underworld, that's where the, the, everybody else saw her as some sort of savior. Because she was able to do something that they couldn't. That they could tell that she was different. For one, she was but able to talk. But why couldn't they? If they're tethered to everybody else in the overworld, you would why, think, I wasn't, right? wasn't going to bring yeah. this up because I brought this up to uh, my girlfriend last night. I, and what I said was... So all it took was for them to see somebody different, and all of a sudden their their brain snapped into oh shit we're clones. Maybe so. Like that that just kind of really threw me well, off. Well, the thing is, we are in spoilers now, so we find out pretty much that at the end of the movie, it was the other. I was upset that I time. didn't. I was upset that I didn't figure this out sooner. Mm. It should have been obvious. I I, I realized it right before the reveal. I was like. When they started doing close-ups on her face and they started doing flashbacks, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, Obviously. It makes sense. <laughs> For me, I got a taste of it. It was in the very beginning, too. It like They even reference it later on in the movie when they reveal that it's Lupita Nyong'o is not herself the entire time, if you will. But um, in the very beginning, when you know the, the parents are going to therapy and the psychiatrist is recommending all these things to help her, like, you know, make sure she's dancing, do all these sorts of things, have her draw more to help her express what she's gone through with the PTSD that they think she has. Um, but the the mother does say, you know, I just want my, my daughter, daughter back. back. And at that moment, I was like, what does that mean exactly? And then I, and then the rest of the movie went on and that went out the window. And then it didn't reoccur to me until the line pops back up again. I'm like, OK, cool. I guess I did kind of understand it, but I didn't want to believe that. Yeah, that was going to be the case. So my theory is and again it's just a theory there's a lot of unanswered stuff in this movie but maybe what made her able to dance and all that is because it was actually her human self underground all along so maybe that for some reason is able to have her interact with her other upstairs a little more so i don't know because everyone else underground is the soulless person correct yes and she's the only person down there with a soul so maybe she's just able to act differently because of that and so she she was able to get them out of their like they're, Parallel, they're, tra- they're trance. That's yeah. maybe so. That, she was, maybe she was able to talk them out of it. I don't know, but, but that's she could not, barely that's talk not, anyway. That's not what's said. She said that they noticed her dancing, mm-hmm. and they noticed that she was different. But how all of a sudden are they like, oh, she's different. I'm not tethered anymore. Yeah. To I don't know. That, again, <laughs> a lot of uns- unanswered things in this movie. But I, I did read an article, and Jordan Peele was saying that he leaves a lot unanswered because he could see it being fun coming back to this universe. He also said that he purposefully purposely left it up for interpretation that like he didn't want to give all the answers which yeah. i appreciate i don't think all movies have to do that especially no. with these mystery thriller type movies you, yeah i think over explaining things can be a detriment to the overall drag, story yeah. it can be a drag and it can just ruin some of the fun it, uh having said that there's a lot of things that just don't make sense where they all get scissors <laughs> yeah yeah that's true do they just like start, let's start making some scissors now then it's like it's just like sucker punch that we just talked about earlier like uh i brought it up the Zack snyder thing because i watched the director's commentary and he's explaining some of the ideas behind certain scenes and mm. you just gotta look at him and be like Zach, that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like, I don't, I get what you were going for, but that doesn't, in the context of this universe that you made, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Right. And that's what I feel like with this movie. It doesn't, the, the whole premise, when they start explaining what's really going on, doesn't really, it doesn't make any sense. Right. I don't, yeah. I Everything don't leading up to it was great. Again, I thought the music was fantastic. The acting was spectacular from everyone, but yeah. the, it, this movie for me was gonna live or die by its revelation, and I don't feel like the revelation was very good. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think the second twist was better. I think the first twist was a bit was where it started getting bizarre. Okay, okay. yeah, I can agree with that. 
Yeah, yeah. I Again, mean, having said that, I did enjoy this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, was enjoyable. On the, it's hard yeah. to grade it from like A to F. On the pass or fail, it's a pass. Yes. But it's a very... It has so many good things going for it, and then so many weird... I don't even want to say bad things, but just so many weird things. It's just a lot. Yeah. It has has A moments, and it has C moments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So on the pass or fail, I give it a pass, but I think that's about the best I could do at this point. Maybe maybe upon repeat viewings, my opinion will change, but... It's definitely worth watching just for yourself to see how you like it and what it means to you, because, yeah, there's a lot to to unwrap in this movie. So I did want to bring this up about the... The boy, the kid. Yes. yes. Okay, so, I was going to ask about this. Mm-hmm. I do believe he is, he swapped to. I think he's the tethered. For, that makes sense. For two different reasons. Maybe. Well, first of all, you do know that the family goes there once a year. It's their vacation. Yeah. So huh. the kid at one point knew the magic trick, but he completely forgot it. So there's that. He yeah. doesn't remember the magic trick. He's keep on trying. The other one is when he's at the beach and the girls are saying, what are you doing? He's building a tunnel because he's only been up for a little bit. So all he really knows are tunnels, not sand castles or anything like that, ah. which is why, he, you know, he says he's making a tunnel. And then the and this is one I heard of, like a theory is uh, the mom freaks out after like 30 seconds of him being gone. Yeah, because she's afraid that that's going to happen to him, too. And then the other, there's other little subtle hints like the little kid from the downstairs, the one wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. He has more emotion than the the regular person, the regular kid. It's yeah, hard right, to explain yeah. the tether than the non tether. Right? Uh, yeah, but I, I I get you. You yeah. get what I'm saying? He has more emotion. She even said he has a short temper. But these monster things usually don't. They just uh. exactly. So there, and true. then and the other theory I read was he can't talk because he got burned from the face. Yes. And which is why you see the kid doesn't really have as much emotion mm-hmm. when he's untethered. Interesting. I, I also that is a yeah. That's actually very. I didn't pick up on that at all. But the big giveaway with me was the tunnel because yeah, why would that, be, that is a great observation. Why would he be making a tunnel? That's a good point. And it's the magic trick too. The magic trick was definitely how did he know it? And all of a sudden he doesn't remember what happens at the end of the magic trick. Oh, and then the other one, the other really big one is the parents don't understand where he's getting his language from. Remember, he said, you can uh, kiss my anus. And they're like, whoa, <laughs> where, where are you getting this from? They have no idea where he's picking up like this bad language and his personality is a bit different. And they, and they do that like two or three different times in that movie. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, uh, the, so the parents acknowledge that he's different. And his sister does say something along, like, because the little girls, the other girls are like teasing him and she, and she's like, he just gets confused sometimes or something like that. Something like she that, defends yeah. Him That's in some the sort line of that, of that stuck out to me because I was yeah. like, what's the deal? What's going on with this kid? So this kid got swapped one of the prior years. Is... Probably, if not that same year because the thing is he does find that person that was like standing out in the beach the first no, th- one that No, but you up. see everything I'm telling you happened mm-hmm. before that scene. I know I I I agree I understand what you're saying, especially cuz he was already digging the tunnel before he yes. went out and saw that person. And they um, didn't go yeah. to the beach at that point. I I really do think it happened a prior year. It's possible. It's possible. But again, it's like all up into it for interpretation. Who's to say? Uh, what did what you guys think about the god character real quick? The, I think he was actually that first person that was on the beach. 
Yes, and, that and, started and, the and, line. Yes, and also he kept he on was a person with the eleven eleven sign yeah. as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. What makes you call him a god character? Because um red, she says like, you know, and you know, we were brought together by God. And then it shows a flashback of Lupita Nyango's character as a little kid. And she, as she's on the boardwalk, there is that guy, that same Jeremiah Jeremiah eleven eleven. Yeah, Jeremiah eleven eleven, same blonde haired guy, and it really focuses on him when she says God, and all of a sudden it shows his face. And then later on on the beach, when the, uh, there is actually a line of them, it he's shows the old man once again and lying he's dressed, there. And he's dressed differently than everybody else, isn't he? He has the same green trench coat, and he has like the eleven eleven or like scars on his forehead as well. So here's what I interpreted. It's I like the scars. Weird. So here's what I I didn't get a god thing out of that at all. Oh, okay. So here's here's the way I figured out what was going on. So mm-hmm. when they when they're going to the beach, they see she sees the same. Uh, Jeremiah eleven eleven guy being put under the stretcher and taken into the ambulance. Yes, and then uh, a little bit, t- uh, some time passes while they're at the beach, and then he the kid goes and sees uh, that person doing the scarecrow thing uh, up there by the beach. He's the first person to start to, to, to show to up. Start the tether. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So what I got out of it was that the tether. He was the first person to die. That Jeremiah guy. That his tethered. Went to his house, killed him. him. That's what I picked up. And then went to the beach and started the line. But I don't think it had anything to do with, with like, God God. or anything. Like, him being the the leader or, like, their messiah or anything like that. I think it was just... I I was just curious as to why she said the word God and then his face popped up right after she said it. she said it several times. She said, God, talk to me and God this. She said it a couple times. Oh, I didn't notice. That was the only time I noticed. And then it showed his face. I was like... And and he's a reoccurring character throughout the entire movie. So I was like, this guy has some sort of role that we don't even get told what it is. I think he was just the first... He was just the first one to start But why wasn't he wearing red? That was was my thing. Was he not wearing red? I thought he he was wearing red. If anything, he was dressed like Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) He was wearing a long trench coat, I think, wasn't he? It was like a long green trench coat. Yeah. Like a darn sage green. I didn't catch that. Oh, okay. To me, it was just like, oh, he killed the... He was the first... Okay, that's why he was standing there. Okay, I get it. Why do I always sit here? (laughs) I'm sorry. You did this to yourself now. But uh, do you guys know what Jeremiah 1111 is? It has something to do with like repent... Not repenting, but like... uh, The rapture? At least... uh, I can read it, it if you'd like. Ensuring your wrath or something like that. Yeah. Let me just jump in. So, Because I, I, I wasn't sure either when I, when oh, I, I read saw the it. movie. I went home and I looked. Oh, oh yeah. First yeah. thing I did. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring a evil upon them, which they will not be able to escape. And though and thou they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. So pretty much like. Wait, AJ. That's very Old Testament I, I want stuff. you to say it. Like if you were reading it to a crowd that was oh my fiery. God. Do it, AJ. I'm a peasant. Make I me want fear your you. best Reverend Lovejoy impression. Old Testament Reverend, Reverend Lovejoy. Lovejoy. You Why never watched The familiar? Simpsons? Oh, my. <laughs> like, no, that talks like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Something I mean, that like was more that. so, it sounded more like Leonidas, but I'll take it. Worked, it worked, it worked, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll I forgot it. a little bit now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Not bad for winging it, I guess. I might edit that in or out. We'll see. No, keep it in. Okay, keep fine. It all Fair in. enough. I'm sorry to everyone that likes to read the Bible. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so I, I, I just think that's kind of a cool verse. I don't know exactly what it means in this movie as far as like, there's just no escape for them now. Like They're, they're kind of their stuck revenge. with the world. The tethered are exacting their revenge. That's what that's what this whole movie is. It the makes the sense, lower class yeah. is making a statement to the upper class. And that's what the whole hands across uh, America thing that the tethered are doing is supposed to be. 
They're like, here we are. Here we stand. We're united. We're we're taking what should have been ours. Right. Yeah. That, but I, we're I taking just, what's what's owed to us. I guess I should say. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy movie. Worth yeah. seeing. I definitely say go out and see it. Like it. Don't like it. Whatever your opinion okay. might but be. Before we go. Before yeah. we conclude, yeah, I did want to say. Here's what I thought. In in reference to the little boy. So at the very end, when the twist happens, the second twist, and you realize that Lupita Nyong'o was the tethered all along, mm-hmm. and she looks at the little boy, and the little boy's staring at her, like with a kind of like he knows he does, Cause, yeah, because he, he saw because he was in the locker, yes, when she killed the 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 girl. Which, by the way, there were some hints there because yep. she starts making guttural noises. Yeah, she, she starts like, like she does it earlier in the yeah. film too. It's like, and there's a few other scenes where she does stuff similar to that. Yeah. I when she kills like the little girls in the in the house. And all. Yeah. And so I I just got that the little boy knew what was going on, knew that he wasn't, she wasn't his real mother. Like something was wrong with her. Having heard point. your theory, I think there's some credence to it, but that's not what I, I didn't pick up on that at all the gotcha. first time. Watch it a second time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, well, <laughs> that's the thing though. At the, By the end of the movie, is it just the, the mom's character that is now reversed or, or it's her all along or and was it the also kid. the underground son that is now the son yeah, as well? I, I think they're both from the underground. That's crazy. the mother and the son. I just wish it, it, it explained why the son had like the burn marks on his face and all that. Like that, I don't understand. You're that kind bit. of well. They did. Did they? What, what she, happened? She said that when the I'm gonna say from upstairs. Okay, guys. Sure, Fuck. sure. Mm. When they, she said when you gave birth upstairs, you had. She basically said you had a C-section. Oh she yes, said, yes, yes. I had to do it myself. I had to cut myself open and uh, pull out the baby. And then she said he was born in fire. Oh, okay, okay. She gotcha. she said that, and then That's there's right. also there's also another reference of I hope he doesn't burn the house down. So th- I also kind of thought maybe he burned down something downstairs. Well, yeah. then, that might eliminate the theory. Then he of did the seem sun. to be a bit of a pyro because he's always carrying the matches. Match. He even dies yeah. by like walking into the flames. But the, the yeah, the mother well. the mother the says he was born, he was born, born in died. flames mm-hmm. or through flames. She says something along those yeah. lines. Yeah, true. The only thing is, I I don't believe that that could be then the underground son being now um part of the main world because he didn't have the scars on his face. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it must be the normal saying. son still. That that'd be my or, thought. Or there's the other theory, like I said, where she said, "Don't burn the house down." And they're both. If you realize the the kid uh, that's tethered has a match, who's actually getting the fire to start, but the one upstairs has like a lighter that isn't actually able to get the fire to yes. start. Yeah. So he could have just swapped. He knew the magic trick when he was down, and he burned himself. Possible. I don't know. There's just Possible. too much shit going there's on. Lot, w- yeah. What do Fuck. the bunnies mean? I thought I had a theory. They eat them. When the move, what? They, they eat, eat them. They're clones. That's all it is. I think it's also like uh, when Lupita Nyong'o at the very end starts going down into the underworld, you see a rabbit uh, come out of the door that she's about to walk into, and it's supposed to be her going down the rabbit hole, like mm, Alice in Wonderland that's a good kind point. of a thing. And they do say like they had to eat cold rabbit meat, meat or whatever. Which they show them do. Ugh, so gross. Which was very... Very uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> I forgot about that. I love yeah. That whole true. scene. See, this. I know we're trying to wrap up, and I feel no, like no, we, no, we, be, we, we've, we beat it to death at this point. But that whole scene, again, started off creepy, but then it started getting funny. 
You mean when they're all sitting down at the in the when they when we see the underground people be, oh. who are tethered and they, like the roller coaster that John mentioned when yeah, they're all they're just like, like, yeah. <laughs> like they like, what they the did the motions. Going on? <laughs> right? I thought the idea of the underground was pretty neat, but then yeah, seeing them do kind of silly it wasn't things, execu- executed. Well, I don't I think. think so. Not not to the best, mm. but again, this movie does have its great merits. So like, it does, yeah, one hundred percent. The first third I loved. I think the message is very strong. I don't think it it. it, it he does it as well. Jordan Peele does it as well. I don't think the the point gets across as strong as it does in Get Out. I feel weird comparing this movie to Get Out. It's, it's kind of it's yeah. impossible not it's, to, but it's it, it is its own movie and it should stand alone without being compared to others. But he, it's it's really hard not to do exactly that. I feel like Get Out was his message is conveyed in a much more straightforward way in that movie. Yes. And whereas in this one, it doesn't quite get across as well. I really had to dig beneath the surface to figure out what was actually trying to be said. Yeah. yeah. At, at face value, it's very unclear, I think. Well, I, and I think it's going to be the same way with most audiences. Probably. I, I have to say, for one, to get out's credit, it's a little more, like you said, it's straightforward. It's a little more based in reality. So it's a little more easily to believe, other than the little sci-fi that happens near the end of the film. Otherwise, oh, yeah. it's a pretty believable kind of movie it, yeah. to a degree. It's very you know? smooth. He, like I said, he doesn't throw in so much. It's just, it's easy to digest. I yes. think that's the easiest way of putting it. Yes. There's like three twists in the movie, and that's it. Us has like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just I wish it would have maintained the in- the intimacy between the family members rather than branch out further. I mean, it, it did again. It, it made me ask more questions throughout the film. Like, okay, now there's even more going on. So how does this all relate? How is it all possible? How is this all going to get wrapped up in one neat bow? And I feel like it doesn't to a degree which is fine again like like has been said already jordan peele wants to leave us with mystery that way we have something to still be afraid of rather than everything being resolved and there's no reason to be afraid anymore but at the same time i just i guess i wasn't really left that afraid just more wondering how still and why exactly i guess the why is explained there's a revolution happening but again how did this happen i don't fully understand why the very final thing that we see the very final shot is uh a crane shot yes. looking over a, a bunch of hills and you see the tethered all lined up. I thought that was hands, neat. Which I did think was neat. And then there's like three helicopters that are like yeah, did that hovering. Mean something, the helicopters? I don't think so. Are they just observing? But it just made me think. I think it, it's meant to show you just how united everybody is. Mm. Like these tethered are. But what it ended up doing for me was it, it made me wonder where the... F- they. So there's people flying helicopters. There's people alive still in this world. We got guns. They don't. These people don't pose any threat whatsoever. ever. They can die. We've seen them die. They're still human. They even make oh, a yeah. point to say it, that they are still human. Yeah. They bleed. They yes. have they, organs. Exactly. But, um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> so, like, as far as taking this any further, like, us being afraid of them, like, I'm not. Oh, like, she, everything's going to be fine. She, she says, the mother who we, I think we're at that point, we kind of found out she was a tether, but I might be wrong. Okay. She says... They think like we do, and they've had time to plant. Yes. Oh yeah. So yeah. It, that way that really So I mean, yeah, I still get what you're saying. It's dumb, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming not everybody got taken over. I would assume. I mean, they. I, that's what I'm like because, like you said, some they people, can't be the only ones that survived. Yeah. One hundred percent. Family that were able to escape. Yeah, that's true. But that's what I mean. It's just like in the end, everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's not. Remember how she told the kid that everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> No, everything's gonna be. There's the same. people dead everywhere. <laughs> are, are we? It's just less traffic. They're in L.A. No, oh my god. <laughs> are we expected to believe the that? Up off the ground Red, the character Red, learned English over time. 
Because again, we're all seeing, we, we see all these people underground not understanding how to speak or have very little emotion altogether. And yet she's a very emotional Well, that's character. why she wouldn't speak. Well, like when we get the flashbacks with her being a little girl and the she parents being at therapy, she can't talk. She, she can't well, they, talk. she doesn't talk. So she they learns. think that she, she's, she's so traumatized that she, she doesn't speak, but she actually just can't. I guess. Uh, okay, okay. So yes, to answer your there question, she does learn. She does learn yeah. emotionality and everything. Well, that, that's she's the very weird protective thing. of her kids and everything in that, her family. That, that's the really weird thing is she says they have no souls, but you can clearly tell she, she has, has a soul. I mean, very she, did, strong emotions. she did say they don't, we were different. She doesn't say that they don't have souls. They share one soul. She said that they soul. were tethered. They, sh- they share mm-hmm. one soul. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the people underground are neglected and left alone, uh, aka the lower class. And so then, therefore, they kind of go crazy and are kind of mindless to a degree. Yeah. Not to speak down upon the lower class, obviously, but I mean, that is what the movie is saying essentially. And there's a lot of good imagery to really hammer home this whole idea of duality. Like the scissors that everybody carries are two pieces bound together by Mm -hmm. one like bolt or what have you. Yeah. Um, uh, I saw this in a behind the scenes thing. Apparently in the very opening shot, when we see that hands across America, um, uh, TV. Yeah. The little TV TV spot, spot, if you will. They they have there's three VHSs on the side. There's the Goonies. There's a movie starring Steve Martin. I did see those. Yeah, um, I don't. I recognize. The I think Goonies. it's the Man with Two Brains, which is pretty, or, or the Man with Two Bodies, something oh, like interesting. that. Interesting. Okay. And the whole concept of that movie is that he he's telepathically connected to like a brain in a jar or some shit. Okay. Yeah, I never I saw s- the movie, but I was reading up on it because I, I was wondering what it meant. Uh huh. Um. And there's a third movie I forget. Oh, it's about monsters. Okay. I don't remember what it's called, but it's about monsters coming from the sewer. And oh, weird. I do okay. love that because that's cool. Not only is it well placed Easter eggs, but it's well placed Easter eggs that foreshadow. Yes, oh, sure. exactly. Yeah, great exposition, yeah. but like intrinsically done. That's what I mean. Than Jordan Peele does so this in his movies. Uh, the two movies that we've seen, I, I say <laughs> I know, it like right? he's made a, a, a dozen. I look but, forward to when he does. But he's he puts a lot of thought into everything. Yeah, that he one hundred percent and. For, for better or worse. I mean, right. those types of things are always good, I think. Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing, these the, the the whole idea that uh, when things in the movie tie into its theme, that stuff is beautiful. That's just brilliant filmmaking. Yeah. Like, no matter which way you cut it. Yeah. Um, having said that, movie's strange. Strange. Watch it. Yeah. You develop your own opinion. It's a very weird one. Yeah. Right. If you understand more than we do, please let us know on social media. I would love to hear what you guys think because, yeah, I mean, this movie is strange and I do look forward to seeing it again. I might see it one more time in theaters before it leaves just to see if I can really understand it more. But, yeah, when it was scary, though, it was scary. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Really good little little spots right up until until everything starts to come into fruition and I just didn't really care for it anymore Peter after Nyong'o that. Peter Nyong'o is so fucking She's good so in good. this yeah. movie. I, I like her... Her normal self, which, which I guess is actually her tethered self, pretending to be normal. normal <laughs> yeah, self. it's so weird to explain. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of have to watch it to know. Yeah, I just she she. God, you really feel the terror that she feels. She portrays it so well. Mm-hmm. Like you just oh. Well, right away, what connected in my head after um, you find out that she's tethered mm-hmm. is when she says, "I feel like she's coming for me." Yeah. So that's when it's like, oh shit, that makes more sense. Which is because why she, she didn't want to go life. to the beach in the yeah. first place because she knew that that's where the the, the tunnel was. Uh, okay. Like it, yeah, it was so, a whole thing. So she was kind of fearing that she would get revenge for her stealing her life. All yeah. Oh along. yeah. It's but, kind of crazy. So that explains why she. But also, does that mean like she was 
like low key understanding everything that went on, or did she like actually forget? That's what I mean. They they leave that ambiguous too. They yeah. don't really tell you if she knew the whole time or if she forgot that she was a tethered. You don't really know. They don't really give you that answer. They don't. She seems to accept it at the very end when she gives the kid that creepy smile. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we don't really know if she knew the whole time or not. Right. Yeah. It's kind of implied that she did, but we don't really know. She could have just had a fear for that place because she knew something happened there, but yes. not necessarily what had taken place. Yeah, didn't know what exactly that was. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's a good point. Or maybe she just sincerely was so afraid of of, of um, Red exacting revenge on her to where then she was like, she would have to give up her life then at that point. Or the life yeah. that she's cultivated this whole time and, and made such a life for herself and found her husband and all that. Yeah. Still though, very, very, very strange movie. I look forward to learning more about the universe one day. I m- probably watch some theory videos and conspiracy stuff for this movie in the near future. Yeah, same um, here because it's, it's a lot to unpack. I, I don't even know if I could, uh, at the moment, as far as like skip it, rent it, buy it. I can't give you an with, answer. Yeah, I can't yet. I would have to rewatch it again. I'll watch it uh, twice. I'd say yeah. definitely at least rent it so that way you can at least get an opinion of watch the movie. It. Yeah. Oh, 100% watch, watch it. it. I don't know if I would buy it yet. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd buy it yet. I don't, but I don't, I don't think don't I know. would. I just don't know if I need something that dark and twisted in my life all the time. That's all. I think I'd buy it. Dark and twisted. I think I would buy it because it's just a well-made film. There are certain things that are done very well. I I can't say I agree with all of it, but that doesn't mean Jordan Peele is talented. Acting, sound design, like the things you, all the things you want in a good film. Uh, Aside from a solid story, it it is a solid story. It's It's just bizarre and confusing. Like it's. Mm Maybe, yeah, it's true. Maybe it, a year from now, we'll feel differently about this yeah. movie. That's true. Once so. we've digested it a bit more. Because, yeah, I need to see it again. All right, guys. Anything else you want to talk about while we're still here? Uh, We good? The Infinity... All the Marvel movies leading are up amazing. to Endgame are considered... Uh, they're dubbed the Infinity Saga. That's a thing. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, you like guys didn't hear about that? No. I was going to bring it that up somewhere in a, bit, in, a, in a spot that didn't feel so forced like now. But nah, here it is. Okay. So, yeah, it's the Infinity Saga. Dude, to the culmination of the Infinity Saga soon. Next month. Yep. April 29th? 27th? Something like that. Next month. Next month. About a month from now. Also, Shang Tsung is in Mortal Kombat 11, and he's played by the the actor who actually played him in the Mortal Kombat movie. I saw that last night. You didn't hear that either? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty. It looks a lot like him. We'll watch the trailer after this. But anyway, that'll about do it for this episode. Who's taking this away this time? I think I did it last time. I think it was me. Um, got? <laughs> stronger Terrarium Geek. We'll see you next time. Off that, right off the top. Improv, baby. Yep. Later. That's better than my improv. <laughs> check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check your booty. <laughs> <laughs>